one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Spill the Tea. It's almost like your body heals itself from the inside out. I feel fantastic. After the program, I wore the sexiest dress. So much support in this community. Oh, welcome to Spill the Tea. We are eight weeks into the program, and I think we have booked the perfect guest for today, especially with this running theme of eight weeks in. You know, people are struggling with motivation. They're struggling with hope. They're feeling the pressure at the end of the program, even though we have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. Today, our guest, Jennifer Ruth, lost 85 pounds in 10 months, currently sitting about 88 pounds down close to her finally and forever. She's a teacher. She is married. She has two kids. I am itching to talk to her because I know that so many of you are going to resonate with her story. So let's get into it and let's bring her on. Here's Jennifer Ruth. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here too. Honestly, truly. Okay, let's get right into it. You know how this works. You're you're on yeah. your fourth program at this point. I want to take you back to July, I believe, where you made a post online. I don't know if it was on your personal Facebook or our personal Facebook. The one that starts, can we talk about self-care for a minute? And I don't mean spa days or lavish vacations, just like the everyday things you do to take care of you and your body. I've come to the realization that I'm really, really terrible at this. And of course you go on and there's a big long post and you're kind of explaining. You get to a point where I know I need to treat my body better, but I feel like I'm running all day long, taking care of the kids, making sure they have everything they need and providing them with every opportunity. And then when I finally go to bed, I collapse into my chair and scroll aimlessly on my phone until I can't keep my eyes open anymore. Rinse and repeat. There's got to be more to life than this. I want to be healthy and my best for my kids, my best self for my kids. I know I need to start making some changes. Now, where do I start? And how many of us? Yeah, I made that post. In July, not just the past July, the July before that. So July 2022 um, in actually a mom's group that I'm in. So I'm in like a Facebook mom's group for moms who live in our geographic area. And I made that post. I was just like, I was staring down 40. I was a few months away from turning 40 and I just felt like garbage. I was heavier than I'd ever been. Like the post said, I just spent all my days running after my kids and then I put them to bed and I just sit there and I do that. What Dr. Schaefer was talking about today, that like bedtime procrastination, the scrolling, the scrolling, the scrolling. And then next thing I know, it's midnight and I know that I'm only going to get six hours of sleep and I'm going to feel like crap the next day. And I was just in this vicious cycle and I felt awful. And I made that post in my mom's group. And what, there's a few ladies in that group that were part of the program. And Caitlin, shout out to Caitlin. 
said, Hey, I've just signed up for the Livy method. You should look into it. I was like, I have no idea what this is. I went to the website. Next program, of course, didn't start till September. I signed up really not knowing what I was getting myself into, but I figure like it's 75 bucks. Maybe this will help me. I feel awful right now. So I can't be any, can't feel any worse. So let's give this a go. So I then I registered like probably within two weeks. So I registered in August and then waited for September to start. And that was the beginning of this gigantic transformation. It's really gigantic transformation. And I felt it was so poignant to, to read that text because it really, it was where you were at at the time. And I think where so many of us have been and perhaps even still are people doing the program now struggling with prioritizing themselves and doing all those things and still finding themselves at night, flopping into bed, trying to find that moment of relief and downtime, scrolling their phones or watching Netflix only to stay up way too late and feel awful in the morning. And so that's why I thought this is the perfect conversation to have today. So reflecting back now from like from where you were then and where you are now, like I'm a totally different person, like from the inside out. So much has changed, like, not like my exterior has changed, but so much about my inside has changed and how I treat myself, myself, yeah. my kids, myself, how I'm treating myself the way that I deserve to be treated. Oh, and it's wow. because of this program spurred that on. For sure. In what way do you think? What was or what was the hardest thing about getting to the place where you're at now? Because so many people are like, oh, I want to be there too, but I feel like I, I'm just so far from that. What like what what was the hard let's start with the hardest thing? Carving out moments for myself. Yeah. For sure. And I had to get creative about how I was gonna make that happen. Like those moments for myself were the from nine o'clock when I put my kids to bed until midnight because that was the only time like she said today like when you go 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 all the day and you don't sprinkle that confetti that she was saying when you go all day long and finally you get to at nine o'clock at night the kids are finally in bed that was my me time but my me time wasn't productive it was like I had nothing left I couldn't be productive because I was just spent I was yeah. my tank was completely empty because I wasn't doing anything throughout the day to refill it so once I finally sat down I just didn't want to get back up. <laughs> I was just, here I am. And I would keep, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, or keep watching, keep watching, keep watching because nobody needed me. Finally, for a hot minute, nobody needed me. And I, I just, I didn't want it to end because if I, I knew once it ended, the next thing, was <laughs> some, the next thing was going to be the next morning and someone was going to need me or not even the next morning, the middle of the night, because someone had the bleedy nose or someone had a bad dream or, so it was like, those were the moments. So I had yeah. to get creative. I knew that wasn't going to work anymore, right? Like I, if I was really, if I was really committed to this, I had to get into bed earlier. I had to take care of myself. So I had to like carve out those moments of time for myself throughout the day. And yeah, it wasn't easy for sure. But I found time here and there where I could use my time a bit more wisely so that I could have little bits of me time spread out throughout the day. So I could spend the next day. I had enough energy to focus on myself. Yeah. Bit by bit. I do want to provide context for people listening uh, who might've missed our conversation with the Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer earlier today. If you've missed it, it is available over on our mm -hmm. podcast. It talks about this exact thing. Uh, so definitely check that out. Okay. Let's, let's go back to your, your first group. So you wrote that, that social media post in July 
And then that fall, you signed up for your first group. You lost 40 pounds. What yeah. was that? You say that you didn't know what you were signing up for. What was that like for you when you started? Were you like, oh shit, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> no, I loved you from day one. Um, actually, I think it was day two. It's actually day two. I believe on day two, you said something to the effect of you're probably here and you probably have weight to lose because you've been putting yourself last. You put everyone before you and that's why you're here. That's why you have this weight to lose because you've prioritized yeah. everyone else and you are not a priority in your own life. And that was, again, cried, 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 cried. And then I was like, oh, she's speaking to me. It's like you were reaching through your computer and speaking directly to me because that's exactly how I felt. So when I heard that on day two, it's like, okay, I found the right thing for me. Like, I think this is gonna be it. And I had done Weight Watchers before. So like, I'm not a stranger to losing weight, but this yeah. was like, it wasn't just the weight. It wasn't just the food. It was all the work that it forced me to do on myself, which I had never put in before. With Weight Watchers, it was just what I was eating. It was just counting, weighing and measuring. And I wasn't dealing with the inside. I wasn't doing the work. And this program forced me to, to do that work. And yeah, I lost 40 pounds in that first group. So I saw results quickly. Like I, I almost feel a little bit guilty because I know some people struggle with like not seeing the weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I was talking to Kim the other day and she said, yeah, we were looking at your stats and we say the scale is not a straight line down, but your first group, it, it was a straight line down. And it really was. It was like, whoop. So super yeah. quickly, my body responded right away. And I think part of it was because a lot of the weight that I had put on, I hadn't had it for a long time. It was COVID weight. So it was yeah. like over two and a half years of COVID, I put on almost 50 pounds in two and a half years. Yeah. Because that was my way of coping with the craziness of the world. So my body was like, hey, this, like, I, we don't want this. And it really, yeah. really quickly, once I started giving it what it needed and I started treating it better and I went all in, like I, whatever you said to do, I was doing, I was driving to Disneyland. There were no side trips. There were no detours. There were no trips to Aunt Sally. I got my car, pedal to the metal, and I just was going. Like, there was nothing holding okay. I love that. So obviously that A-type personality, you're great oh, at just doing the, you're a teacher, right? You're organized. You can do the things, but I'm going to give you a more credit for the big feels that I know you've had, you had to work through in order to prioritize yourself. So that couldn't have, been, have couldn't have been easy for you. So how did you, how did you organize that? What was your thought process? Do you just take a day by day approach? How did you, you just dealt with feelings when they came up? Like, that's easier said than done to go from not prioritizing yourself to prioritizing yourself. So what, what do you think was your secret sauce there? Um, my husband helped for sure. Like he was super supportive. Mm. This is what I need to do. And, um, you know, he was more than willing to give me the time that I needed and he stepped up when yeah. I needed him to step up. So having that support is for sure a hundred percent helpful. Um, and then like using my time well. So for example, you know, I, we work all day and then I pick up the kids from aftercare. We get home at 4.30. At 4.30, everyone's spent. So we would, my kids are go on their screens. They watch their shows. And I would just sit and use my phone because I like, I just finished my work day and now I'm going into shift two and I just need a hot yeah. minute to sit. But yeah, I would sit and scroll my phone. So I got to the point where um, I started to feel bajiggity. I never thought that was going to happen to me. So I, so I got to the point where we would all go home at 430. My husband would also get home a few minutes after us. And I'd be like, I want to go for a walk. And he's like, 
okay, go for a walk. So I would go for a walk. And the first, when I first started doing this, it was novel to my kids and my kids were all, oh, I want to come. I want to come. I want to come. And the first time I said no to them was hard. Like I actually, what kind of mother says no to their kids who want to come for a walk with them? But I knew that if I brought them with me, I wouldn't be able to get my heart rate up because my daughter stops every 30 seconds to look at sticks and leaves and bugs and they'd be talking to me. So I wouldn't be able to listen to you because I like to listen to you while I walked. I can't, I often can't listen live because of my job. So I started to listen at 4.30. So I would put you in my earbuds and I would go for a walk. So I was still like, I had that dead time, that half an hour, hour between school and dinner where I used to just sit and scroll on my phone, but I was using that time for me time. So I found that like little pocket, like maybe it couldn't be an hour, maybe it could only be 20 minutes, maybe it could be 30, but I used my time more wisely. So I got that, I had a bit of time for myself. I was doing something good for my body before I started that like next shift of dinner and bath and books and bedtime and all of that, all of that jazz. I mean, I'm just gonna, I have the the team has bajiggity scrolling across the screen. That's when I'm nervous, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that that might be the uh, the definition. Um, it's it's when you are giving your body what it needs and it's starting to give you that energy. So you're like you, you you're like okay, I gotta I gotta do something here. I gotta start moving my body. Uh, just massive. Can we just all take a moment and give you massive props and kudos for saying no to your kids coming on your walk. I, I can just imagine, I, I can't go for a walk. I want to go for a walk and I feel guilty about not taking my dogs, let alone my kids. So can you, let's just reflect on that. That's huge. I know you just kind of glance by it, but that's, that's, that's a huge moment. Yeah. I cried the first time, like legit cried mm -hmm. because like who, what kind of mother doesn't want their kids to come on a walk with them. Right. But I knew that, and I actually said to my daughter, I'm like, no, you're going to stay with dad because it's good for my mental health to go by myself. And I want yeah. to be an example for my daughter. I don't want her to hit 40 and write a post because she takes, doesn't take care of herself. And is at her wit's end. Like I want her to grow up with a role model of someone who takes care of themselves. So she's not trying to figure it out when she's 40. You know, I don't want her to wake up. That's huge. Yeah. Cause we're teaching our children how to be and how to function and what's normal. And otherwise you're just teaching the next generation to prioritize exactly. everybody else in, above them. Oh, I love that. Did you meal prep? Did you, did, were you yeah. like, did you but do any exercise? Kept... At a... Yeah, I definitely did some meal prep, but I'm also, I'm not a cooker person as you would say. Uh, so I yep. did a lot of like, like bag salads. Like I would grab a bag salad. I love the kale salad from, from Costco. And I always would make sure that I had that in, a fr in my fridge, but I also made sure I had hemp hearts and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. And so whatever I was doing, if it was something really simple, like the bag yep. salad, and I would just really focus on making them nutrient rich on the weekends. Yeah. Like I would hard boil eggs. I would um, like wash and prep some veggies. So yeah, I really had to use my time when I had it. So Sundays I would do that. And then in the evenings, like to help with not going, not staying up too late and to help with not eating in the evenings, I implemented like a, once I go upstairs with the kids to put them to bed, I don't come back downstairs. I shut the downstairs down. So okay. before we go up for the night, I make sure, and, and I make, I had my kids help me with this. Like, you're going to unpack your lunch. You're going to get me your water bottle. You're going to get your backpack and your jacket and your whatever you need for the next day. And you're going to have it ready to go at the front door. So we're not looking for it in the morning. 
and you're going to bring me your, your unpack your lunch so I can pack it for the next day. So before we would go up for bedtime, like water bottles are filled in the fridge, lunches are made. Like I even filled my kettle for my tea for the next day. Like everything is ready to go. And then when I bring my kids up to go to bed, I don't come back downstairs. So that helps with not wanting to eat in the evening. And then it also gets me to bed earlier. So once my son falls asleep at nine, I'm done for the night and I'm not going back downstairs because if I go back downstairs and sit in my recliner, I'm just going to scroll. So I'm not yeah. even going back down there. So like I've just, these little changes to my routine have helped me be successful for sure. I love that. And not only are you a busy mom, you're also a teacher. So mm -hmm. can we talk about how you navigated the program? There's a lot of uh, members who are either doing shift work or they're teachers. They're restricted in their bathroom times, their eating time. So how did you navigate that? Um, with my colleagues, I will often, they know that they need to cover me when I have a bathroom break. So shout out to Kim, Kim's watching, but, um, other people that I work with, you know, I said, they know that I need to run to the bathroom. I need to run to the bathroom. So we kind of cover each other off. Often I'm working in kindergarten classrooms. Yay. There she is. Yeah. Thanks Kim. <laughs> she on the program because she saw me and she was like, what are you doing? And I told her and I brought her along. Um, but yeah, so like, she'll, like when she sees me, I'm bolting down the hallway. She knows I got to go. And yeah, so I have people covering, covering you each other off. Um, we get like a one 40 minute lunch and one 20 minute break, depending on either okay. the first half or the second half. So like I would typically have my fruit snack, like on the first break and my lunch on the second break, we have like a balanced day. Splitting the meals and snacks is harder, especially when you only have 20 minutes. So I would just kind of do what I can do when I can do it. Um, yeah. And then I would, have, I would prep my veg snack to bring with me to eat on the car ride from school to to pick up my kids. So it was just a matter of like getting it all. I had to get a bigger lunch box. Like I have like a thermal like tote picnic tote because I have all my containers stacked up with all the things that I need for for my work day. Um, but yeah, so it's just lots of planning and preparation for sure to be able to, to make that happen and having really understanding colleagues to cover you for bathroom breaks when needed. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause that's one of the things we never think about. See if someone can, you know, cover you or whatever. Easier said than done for some than others. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can we talk about the metabolism? Because we're week eight. Um, people have started that feeding the metabolism, splitting up the meals and snacks part. Obviously that's tricky when you don't have time. So did you split, did you split your lunch? Did you split? How did you navigate that? I'd split the ones that I can split. So I can split yeah. breakfast. I can split dinner. If I have, sometimes I have like my planning period right before or after a lunch. So we get like a 30 minute planning period. So I would like yeah. 
towards the end, if, if my planning period backed on to lunch, I would like start halfway through my planning period kind of thing and then go make photocopies and do whatever I needed to do and then come back to it. But I couldn't do it every day. So I could do breakfast, I could do dinner, I can do the weekends. And the ones that I could do during the school day are the ones that I could do. So I just was, I really embraced like, do what you can, progress over perfection. And like, just because I couldn't split it every time, it, I just did the ones that I could. So I wasn't saying, oh, I'm not doing this tweak, I can't do it. I just did the ones that I could. Yeah, I think that's important because now you're here sitting at 88 pounds down. 86.8. I really wanted to hit 90 this morning, but I'm at 89.8. I really wanted to hit 90, but didn't happen. (laughs) I will give that to you. I will will give that to you. Okay, so 40 pounds down in your first program, fall uh, 2022. Winter 2023, you lost 28.4. And then spring... 13.8. And now you're doing the fall. So you reached your goal in the spring, 160 pounds. You decide to keep going. You maintained your weight at 150 pounds through the summer, but you're back for your fourth group to lose 10 more for your goal of 140. Yeah. So I'm at one, I'm at 145.2 as of this morning. Oh my goodness. Okay. Amazing. So before I get into where you're at now and your thoughts on maintenance, let's talk about the difference between your first program then and your second program. Do you, if reflecting back, what was different about that? Or how would you describe your first versus your second? It was kind of like, a, like Jessica said, like it was kind of a continuation. I didn't really view it as two programs. Mm. I just, was, I wanted to get it done for sure. Mm. So I had lost the 40 we had the Christmas break. I was really nervous about how I was going to navigate the Christmas break, but I, I did okay. I think I, on the first day of the second program, I was up 1.6 and it was, we had had Greek food the night before and then it was gone the next day. So I maintained over the, over the break, um, which is big for me because holidays and all of that that comes with that. And, and yeah, then, can we talk more about that? Because yeah, people are getting nervous. They're starting to get nervous. First of all, about the time ticking down, even though we still have a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to be nervous about the holidays. So what was your, what, like, what did you think? You obviously lost a, you know, a fair chunk of weight by the time you rolled into the holidays, you were nervous about the holidays. So how did you navigate that? Um, I, when we had special occasions, when we had special dinners, when we had special breakfast, whatever breakfast with Santa, that kind of thing, I would still enjoy the thing but I didn't let it derail my whole day. And that was different for me than when I was doing Weight Watchers. When I was doing Weight Watchers, if I couldn't track something because I was at a restaurant and I didn't know the points, I was just like, well, yeah. I can't track today. So I'm just going to blow off the whole day. And then like, oh, now, now it's going to be the weekend. And whereas with this program, I really shifted that where like, okay, if I'm, I'm going to my brother-in-law's house for dinner and I don't control the menu, but just because I know that I'm going to eat something you know, off plan for dinner, doesn't mean I'm going to eat off plan for the rest of the day. So I would just continue with my breakfast and my fruit snack and my lunch and my veggie snack. I might eat my nut snack on my way to his house and then do what I do for dinner. Like I make the best choices that I can. And, um, but know that doing one, having one meal off plan is not going to derail the whole four week break. And I, I did have treats here and there, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't let it, I didn't go off the rails. And I was, I was worried that it was going to go off the rails, but I did it. And those bridging the gap groups really helped. And just like keeping that, 
to keep in the same community, like to keep in the same headspace of people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing and wanting to enjoy the holidays. And I did, but I didn't go completely off the rails because I was still like so laser focused. Like I knew I'd lost 40 pounds and I wanted to lose 75. So I was just over halfway and I just wanted to, I just wanted to get it done. I'm just one of those people who just want to get it done. You just want to get it done. So I love that. So if you are listening or watching this right now, and this is your first time through the program, we're going to go through at the end of the program, how to bridge the gap in between groups and next steps and all of that. Okay. Back to that original question. So you did your first program, obviously hugely successful. How would you describe your second program where you lost the 28.4? I think it was more just a continuation of the first program. I didn't take my foot off the gas at all. I just, I just kept going. Um, my scale wasn't a complete straight line down that time. There was a little, little blips, but I didn't, I'm once again, I feel a little guilty. I never really experienced a long plateau, like maybe little bits here and there. Um, but my weight like continued, continued to decline at that point. So by the end of that program, I was 68 pounds down and I, my original goal was to lose 75. So like I could see it, I could like see Disneyland. Like we were getting off the highway, although I've changed my goal since then, but I was, my original goal was 75 and I could see it. Like I knew that I was going to get there. So I didn't want to do anything. Like there was no step back for me. I was just like, just do it. Just keep going. You didn't like get fatigue, program fatigue, or just tired of just. No, I really didn't. I really didn't. It was just, I could see my body was responding and like my first program was when I really just focused on like the food, the water, just doing the basics. The second program is when I started adding the walking. So that's when I was really like, okay, I'm going to really work on the self-care bit. I'm going to carve out time for me. I'm going to go on yeah. my walk. So I was adding. So I kind of leveled up each time. The first program, it was just the food and the water. The second program, I really worked on that self-care and the, the moving my body. My third program, I actually started running, which I never thought I who am I? But like, I just, I kept adding something right each time. Uh, so that second program, I think it was just like, I could see, I, it was, it was becoming clear. It was there. So just keep going, just keep swimming, just okay. keep swimming. I love it. How, um, how are you feeling now? So you're five point <sighs> something away from reaching your goal. Are you nervous about maintenance? Like you, you obviously a maintenance is something we cover at the end of the program yeah. too, and options for that. How are, how are you feeling about being so close to reaching your reaching your goal? Yeah, I've changed it a few times. Like I at first I wanted to hit one sixty, then I wanted to hit one. Well, I maintained it at one fifty, then I thought one forty five, which I'm almost at today. And I was like, well, maybe five more. And then part of me wants to be badass like Brenda and hit a hundred. I'm like, why not a hundred? That sounds good. Um, so yeah, it's a moving target for me right now. I don't, I'm not okay. sure where I'm going to go. Like I hit my, my first goal, like my, what I thought was my finally and forever, like three weeks into my third program. So at that point I decided I'm just going to keep following the program for the full 12 weeks and just see where I end up. And I ended up yeah. dropping like another nine, I think something like that by the end of that program. And I think that's kind of where I'm at again. So like I might hit my goal during this program, but I'm just going to yeah. keep going till the end and see where I end up. And then I don't know about January. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it again or sign up for maintenance. I, I'm kind of on the fence. I might be in both. Actually, you might see me in both groups. Well, keep us posted. Keep us posted. Um, okay. Amazing. So 
you talked about the thing that was hardest for you prioritizing yourself. Um, what, what was the, what was the thing that your favorite thing about the program? Um, you and all your guests for sure. Like yeah. Dr. Beverly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, cause that thing, like uh, every time I repeated the program, I leveled up and I feel like you leveled up too. the program itself leveled up every time. So this is my fourth group yeah. and every group keeps getting better. Um, so like having Dr. Beverly part as like a free therapist, I'm on her waiting list. I'm on her waiting list to try to get a session with her, but I feel like I'll be on the waiting list for a while. If you're listening, Dr. Beverly, I'm on the waiting list. Um, and then Dr. Schaefer is just incredible because that, those two ladies speak to where I'm at right now. So like I've done, I've done the physical work. Like I know how to treat my physical body the way it needs and deserves to be treated. But now I'm doing the mental work for sure. Yeah. Um, so having those conversations, like her conversation the other day about self-worth, oh my goodness, got me in the feels. Like that's where I'm at. Like that imposter syndrome, I still feel like an imposter. Totally. Like when I go shopping and I pull something that's in a size small off the rack and I go to try it on, I feel like the person at the dressing room is judging me. Like, who is she? Like, she's not a size small. Like I haven't, I haven't, I don't see myself as somebody who could wear a size small, like the clothes, the tags say S, but I don't yeah. feel like that yet. So yeah. Yeah. See, my favorite part of the program is, is that, that piece that's forcing me to do the, to do the mental work for sure. So I'm not there yet. How, how have people's reactions been? Because losing 89, 91 pounds, that's huge. What what kind of reactions are you getting from people? How's that been for you? Um, I found it really awkward at first. Because mm. um, there was just so many questions. So many questions. And everyone thinks like you're doing the injections. I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing something. I'm not doing whatever. And they want like, what's your secret? And I told like, there's not really a secret. Like I'm eating well and drinking water and getting good sleep and moving my body. And they're like, oh, that <laughs> like you're doing that. Like there's no secret. Um, so yeah, like at first I felt I didn't know how to respond when people would would talk to me like that. Like Kim, who's in the group right now, like she's you gotta tell me what you're doing. You just have to tell me. And I was like, okay. So I, I told her everything and I brought her the book, like the big, the first big Bible book. And she asked me all the questions and um and yeah, like as I lost more and more and more weight, the question just became at, at, at times overwhelming because I work well, I work yeah. actually work in two different schools, so I work with two different staffs. And they're all just, and some of them were just very kind and saying, oh, like, you look great. What are you doing? And then other people are like, what do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat for lunch? What don't you eat? What do you, what yeah. is it? And it's just, I found it too much. But um, over the summer, I saw a lot of people that I don't, <laughs> I will always remember the day Jen told me it was the only program that makes sense. Yes, and it is. It's yeah. the only program that makes sense, 100%. Um, in the summer, I saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen for a long time, right? Like those friends that you yeah. only see in the summer. and. Um, and by that point I had lost like over 80 pounds, but the comments I got from people were so like, it wasn't just about the weight, you know, they were saying like, oh, you just look so radiant or you, you're glowing, yeah. you just look so great. And, and it is, it's not just about the pounds that I've lost. It's like my whole, my whole outlook has changed and people definitely picked up on that. Now I'm at the point where I'm getting the, like, are you still going to lose? Are you sure you're not done? Yeah. Like from my mom, you know, um, but 
yeah like overall it's been very it's been very positive like i even gave my my principal started asking me what i was doing because it's funny we have like our picture on the bulletin board in the hallway and the picture of my face on the bulletin board in the hallway is from 90 pounds ago so kids don't yeah. even recognize me they're like who's that like who's that teacher so i asked my principal like, can you print a new picture because that's not me and she's like i know what have you been doing so i actually gave her my book so now she has my book so I'm just, I'm sharing the word, sharing the Gina love with everybody. Sharing is caring. And I love that. And you said right off the top, when we started this conversation, it was a transformation from the inside out, right? Okay. So I love that. That's the best compliment that you're glowing and you look great. Okay. I can't believe we've run out of time. I feel like this conversation was like five minutes. I could go on. Um, the most important question I think is what, what you're, being that you're so close to that finally and forever goal, even if you want to continue and lose some more, because that's your prerogative. If you want only you know what it likes to wake up and function and be in your body, you only you know what calm and comfortable, what that number is going to be. But what is finally and forever like? What does it look like to you? What does it feel like to you? What is that when you describe the end game and being finished with weight loss? What what does that mean to you? Um, like we say, when you wake up in the morning and you look good, you feel good. And I just feel like my best self, like the best person, the best version of myself that I can be. And I don't know that I'm there yet. Like I'm really close. I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. You talked about that yesterday, two days ago. And I am like, it, it feels strange to say, but I'm proud of myself, not just for the weight that I lost, I've lost, but for the way I started treating myself. I've started treating myself the way that I deserve to be treated. And I'm just so proud that I've, been able to make that change and that I've been able to that hopefully be able to be a role model for my for my daughter um, so that she I'm going to cry again so that she realizes that she's worthy of prioritizing herself from day one and doesn't wait until she's 40 to finally have that epiphany. Uh, you're an example even to us grown ass people who are listening and watching. Here's a comment. Jen, you're such a light. Thank you. Um, I can relate so much with your story, Jennifer, congratulations on your success way to go. I mean, they just, they just keep coming. I knew it would be a resonating story of, you know, motivation and hope and to hear first from someone who's been so successful. And I know as much as, you know, your, your weight came off consistently. I also know it wasn't that easy peasy. And the hardest part is taking that time to prioritize yourself. Such a lesson in self-love and self-care and all of it. And I'm just honestly so happy. Uh, your story is amazing. So inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing. You're a great example of taking care of yourself, which we know is not an easy thing to do. So thank you. You have to keep us updated, of course. Yes, for sure. You have to keep us updated. Um, and we loved it. We would love to have you back um, once you reach that finally and forever and chat about how that feels because you've just been a real inspiration today. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So good. Okay. I mean, we don't like we pick our guests weeks in advance. And sometimes even I'm amazed how our guests just line up with a perfect conversation with where we are at. And I know some of you are moving or grooving and you're doing just great. A lot of people are feeling the weight of the end of the program coming, even though we still have a lot of time left. You know, it can be difficult. And 
you just kind of it can it can be a lot constantly showing up every single day doing the things that you need to do it can be a lot of work it can be really emotional um there's a lot to it and i think today jennifer was a perfect example of just keep showing up before you know what you're going to get there and probably one of the hardest things that i say to overcome is prioritizing yourself and i know so many of you who struggle with that um you can read her story it's attached to her bio, um, but also make sure you take time to listen to the conversation with Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer today. It lines up with this conversation as well. Um, I mean, amazing. Uh, much love and thanks, Jennifer, and thanks for everyone joining today. I'll see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.